Hey, welcome to this special edition episode of Off the, Off pad. the pad. Off the Pad. You were a little bit too excited there, sir. I gotta be excited. You gotta gotta keep them ready. Gotta keep them laughing and re- well, we they ain't laughing yet. Well, you laughing? I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm always laughing. They don't even know why you laughing. They don't have to know, but they'll find out. If y'all didn't know, my name is not Corey Marshall. It never will be. <laughs> but it actually is Jaye Toller. I'm Jaye Toller. And hey, this is Corey Marshall. You know, don't worry about that. I'm Jaye Toller. Thank you guys for listening to me. I mean, to Off the Pad. I appreciate it. Do you not appreciate it, Corey? He's not saying nothing. See, and that's why. That's why nobody wants to be Corey Marshall. I'm just so excited that I can't talk right now because uh, we got a special guest. So uh, let's just introduce her. We do. We do have a very special guest in the building. I'm, you know what? I don't know if anybody caught that pronoun. He used the pronoun her. We haven't had a her. I had to think about what a, a pronoun she. was. I, like, <laughs> I, I know my verbs and stuff like that. When you get to like subject, verb, agreement, and pronouns, I have no idea what it is. Subject, verb, agreement, and pronouns have nothing to do with well, each see, other. I mean, so, so that's what I'm saying. I told you I had to think about what it was. You we, know have what I'm a, we have a very special her, she, female person in the building. Thank you so much for being the first female person in the building. And you can hear her whisper because she's waiting for us to introduce her. <laughs> Y'all know how, is killing her. You know how females are always late? Like, <laughs> this, this, is what, this is what you get. <laughs> That's funny to me. Now, I don't even know like what to say now because I feel kind of awkward. I'm going to have the honors of introduce our special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have with us sitting with... Us. All right, first of all, what? You, you know I can't talk <laughs> you have, proper English you have anyway. Us with us. So my, the listeners already know that, but uh, today we got sitting in the chair with us, Aaron Jackson. Welcome to the studio, Mr. Aaron Jackson. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank oh, you for my being goodness. Oh, my it's goodness. It's like a different podcast. Yeah, it's a whole different energy. You know what I'm saying? I don't it was even just want like dudes. to do what Off the Pad normally does. I, we need some flowers in here, you know, or something. Right, because I'm that kind of girl. <laughs> some candles. You know, no one's ever given me flowers in my life. Stop it. What do you mean, no one's Stop ever? It. I mean, no, like a guy has never given me flowers in my well, life. So I think you... my mom gave me flowers when I turned 21. She gave me 21 roses. But I've never gotten flowers. Were they red roses? No, they were all kinds of different colors. Okay, no, that's good. Because if they were red roses from your mom, I'd be like, wait a minute. Well, it's not, I mean, it could be a special engagement. Yeah, Don't say engagement crazy. to a woman who's never received flowers <laughs> from a dude. But it's from a mother. That's like totally different. It's just... <laughs> oh my god. Well, anyway, uh, for the podcast, you know who the you bad guy is. Know me. You know who the dude the bad guy is for the podcast. That's 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 his mo. He's already called me late <laughs> and single, lonely, <laughs> and anticipating. Just met you just... three minutes ago. It's the double L's. <laughs> that's all. That's all it is. <laughs> late and lonely. I'm sorry. And leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I love the alliteration. I don't know what that means. Corey, alliteration uh, court. <laughs> is when. I, I don't know. I, I know I hear that in court. Right? You hear no. litigation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, litigation is a court term. Mom is close. Well, I know I need to wear a suit when I use that word. Right. Whatever. All right. So what, how, how are we going to do this thing? Well, hold up. First, uh, before we get started with the podcast, let's give our dates about where they can find us. You got a show coming up. You know what? Yeah, let's do that. Y'all listen listen to the whole podcast. Y'all going to enjoy yourselves. In, in enjoy, what did I say? I don't, don't know. Don't worry about it. I had a couple of drinks. Y'all going to enjoy yourselves, and then uh, come find us where we are. I'll tell you right now where we are. When well, they're going to guess that it's going to come every comedy club. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Pick <and> ju- <laughs> April 29th. Um, headliner Richard Funny Bone. I encourage you guys to be there. It's going to be a show that you will not want to miss. I promise. The lineup is dope. 
As a matter of fact, I'm going to get a lineup. It's, it's going to be uh, Comedian BMM White, Jason Klingman, Kenny Wingle, April Lee Dowdy, and my man Corey Marshall all on the show. And then, then I'll be there uh, with some sweet stuff. Can't wait for that date. Um, On April the 16th through the 19th, I'll be in Brea. Is it Brea or Brea? Brea, California at the Improv there uh, with the comedian Rodman on the That Good Funny Tour. So hit me up if you were in the area or if you know somebody that lives in Brea, California. Um, we'll work something out. Appreciate it. And Aaron, what you got? Oh, what are we talking about just in the next week? Oh, whatever. And dates coming up in the near future. Oh, man. Um, in April. Or so I'll are. be uh, in April, uh, most of April. I'll be all the time. You can find me in New York City um, in a bunch of different clubs. Uh, I have a website, AaronJackson.net, so you can just find it there. I'll be in uh, Cincinnati at Go Bananas coming up. I will be in Portland, Oregon, um, but that's not until May as well. So good. At Harvey's Comedy Club. So just, yeah, check me out. Find me. All your, dates, all your dates are on your website? Yeah. AaronJackson.net. Net. That's how you know you got a lot of dates. Because you just go to the website. E-R-I-N. Just go to the website. I can't remember all those dates. Jackson. Yeah. AaronJackson.net. Yes. Uh, may I ask why not .com? Well, have somebody else got an Aaron Jackson? Maybe I just want... No. She, um. was, she was late. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was late. <laughs> she was late on buying her domain. No, I tried to buy that domain... 10, 12 years ago, For and Aaron it wasn't Jackson? available. Aaron com. Jackson was not available. Aaron Jackson is a very popular, I mean, it's not very popular, but there, is, there are lots of people, but nobody's on it. Spell Somebody that. parks on it, and it That's wasn't. Dirty. That's dirty. Yeah, it's never, it still doesn't have anybody on it, and I tried to get it like in like 2003, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get it. So That's ridiculous. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, and you are holding AaronJackson.com, we need you to release that. Just release it. Just let it go. Give it us free. <laughs> let it go. Two movie references. Another L word. Let it go and the give us us free. Give, um, we should have a frozen on Amistad. I don't even we know should, what that is. You don't know which what is. A frozen on Amistad. What you, what Fro- frozen is it? Let it go. Let it go. The song from I, I didn't even the see that movie. movie. Frozen and Amistad with the black people on the the ship. The ship name was Amistad. The name of the ship was Amistad. The black dude uh, give us us free when he was in the court. Yeah. Um. Let's not do that. <laughs> But uh, what we are going to do when we get into this podcast, uh, thank y'all for listening. It's off the pad. Here we go. Boom. Boom. Greetings again. Welcome to season two of Off the Pad Podcast. The podcast serving you non-stop funny without interruption. Now sit back, relax, clock out, and get ready for the best moments of your day. Yo, this Chameleon Ride, man, and you rolling, you listening, you in the zone with my man, Jaye Tola and Corey Masha, off the pad, baddest podcast on this side of the universe. You heard it from me, right, man. I'm out. Now, without further ado, I present to you two of the funniest, flyest, freshest, soul brothers around, Jaye Tola and Corey Marshall. Along with our special guest, Erin Jackson. What would you say has been the most significant opportunity or moment in your comedy career? Man, um... It's, it's, it's interesting because significant doesn't always mean the thing that really propelled you to the next level or, or advanced your career. But like a significant thing for me was um, getting the call and doing the Ellen DeGeneres show. Okay. I remember 
I uh, I still had my day job, and I was in a staff meeting, and I got a phone call, and I had my BlackBerry in the meeting. <laughs> that was a while ago. Wow. BlackBerry. Uh, yeah, this is 2008. And uh, so I had my, my phone in the meeting, and I saw the number come through, and I lived in D.C., and I saw the number come through, but it was a 310. And so I'm used to 301 numbers, mm-hmm. but I saw a 310. I'm like, that's California. That's Cali. What yeah. is that? Right? So I stepped out of the room, out of my, my marketing staff meeting, and uh, it was a producer from the Ellen Show. And they were like, Ellen saw you on Last Comic Standing. She's a fan. She saw you did an advance. She wants you to come do the show. And I was like, who is this that's pranking crazy. me? Who is pranking me during <laughs> the day at my job? Word. Um, but when that happened, it was, it was one of those things where, I mean, I was... Very much, I was hustling. Like mm-hmm. I was, I had a full time job, but I would be going to New York to do a show. I would get a show, and I would go to New York, and I would do the show, and I would take the three a.m. Greyhound back to D.C. Yeah. and go to work at nine o'clock in the morning. Like it was, I was, I was doing that, and I and it, it, that call and and that opportunity gave me validation to like keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody that you really so, respect has seen what you do and 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 it ain't like you talked to none of them before, right? You, right. You didn't no. know the producers. It ain't I like didn't. you said them. Yeah. So it was just one of those things you. where like you're like, should I be doing this? Will I ever because I, I wasn't even the mindset like I was gonna quit my job. Mm-hmm. I was just like I had done Comedy Central, Ellen and Last Comic Standing in one year, in one summer. And I still was like going to work every day. Like what? That's ridiculous. I don't have yeah. enough like, work amazing. to because famous. people think they see you on TV. They think that that means that you have a career, and yeah. it doesn't. It mm-hmm. just means that you have five to ten minutes of material, and mm-hmm. that's not enough to go on the road and be a full time comedian. So um, message, yeah, that I, it, <laughs> there, it just isn't. It's just a lot harder, right? It means that that's how much good material you have. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember doing the show, and she asked, um, "Do you still have a day job?" And I was like, at that time, I had more than 10 minutes of material. But I'm just saying, in general, people think that you right. could be farther along because you're on television. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember her asking me, she's like, you still have a day job? What is it? And we talked about that on the show. But that was in September. And by February, I had quit my job. Word. I just kind of was like, you know what? It's that time. It's time. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know. But I mean, I did it, I did it. I think, in a smart way. So I, uh, I didn't just bounce with no prospects but how was it leaving your job you know what i'm saying was it was oh, like, i'm out i'm on tv peace yeah no it wasn't like that at all like i had i i i have always been a planner like i i'm a spreadsheet person mm-hmm. like a pivot table spreadsheet okay details I'm, a, I'm details i need to know where my money's coming from i need to know exactly what's going in coming out like coming in going out so it was very hard for me so when i when i um i i did a i do a lot of shows at colleges that's how i Really made my my living in comedy at the beginning. So I did a like a wow yeah I did colleges. a um a, colleges have programming conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically everybody at a college in a certain region that has a student activities department they will come and they will see is it NACA right NACA so they'll have um you know comedians bands motivational speakers poets they you know you get accepted to the conference they see you they buy you and bring you to their school. So I had done one of those, and uh, so I did the national one, and I had some schools booked on my calendar. I said, okay. So I know I have some money coming in this year if mm-hmm. I leave my job. But it was 2000, it was February 2009. Like, I, I kept telling myself, mm. I said, uh, you know, I'm going to take all the, take take some money out of my house. I, I own a home. And I was like, I'm just going to withdraw some money, get the, you know, refinance my house, pull that money out, live on it for a while. And 
it was February 2009. Like, there was no money yeah. left in my house. Everything was gone. Like, yeah. my plan. We just had to crash in 2008. Yeah, with the crash at the end of 2008. <laughs> right. But I had already had it in my mind, like, I have to leave my job. Like, I can't do this anymore. And then that ha- I went to refinance. I put a whole lot of cash in my house as a down payment. I went to get it out. And they were like, nah, yo. There's nothing here. <laughs> right. And I was like. I still got to quit. So it was very <laughs> scary. It was not one of those drop the mic, I got you. I'm out of here situation. Yeah. No. Right. I've never been comfortable in comedy. I, I haven't been com- comfortable yet. I haven't been comfortable yet. I mean, there have been there have been a couple years where I didn't struggle so okay. much, but I wouldn't say I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that discomfort was very hard for me because I've always planned so that I wouldn't be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Hearing stuff like that is dope to me yeah. just because from from – from from other people looking at you like man I expect to be comfortable and then you regardless of how far you've made it you still have that spirit to grind and to go harder so well thank you no and it's i think it's 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 you can't number 1 it's hard to get comfortable because of just there's no stability and then i think there are certain times of the year that are tough for every comedian like mm-hmm. summers are horrible and that's odd. People. You would think the summers would be like booming no. with business because colleges and that's the time people are off and but people are going thing. to the comedy that's clubs the thing. and things. Everybody's off. So if you have a TV show, you're off. If you are, if you are, if you did colleges, mm. you're off. And it's everybody competing for the club work. I got you. Because there's no yeah. college money to get. There's no TV money to get. So the big names are in the clubs, mm. right? Pushing, all Taking right, all you. your little money yeah, yeah, yeah. that you were going to get. <laughs> um, and so. Yeah, so that, so it's hard. So I, I, you know, for me, this is the thing you're not supposed to say. I think in the entertainment industry, but I we'll love it out. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's not offensive, but it's the thing you're not supposed to say, which is, you know, I, I love comedy and it, and it, I want it to be my job for as long as I can do it. But I don't need to be a superstar. Gotcha. I just need to be comfortable. Like everybody has to have a job to pay for their life. If this is my job that pays for my life, fine. Mm-hmm. I, I just need enough to pay for my life. And, of course, I want big things. Mm-hmm. I would love to have those things, but I don't need them. I just need Your to make life. enough money at my job to pay for my things and be happy. I follow you. And so, you know, yeah, yeah I'm not going to say that in a meeting with somebody <laughs> in L.A. I just wanna... Like, I'm just trying to cover PSC yeah. and G, but, like, I can't. <laughs> That's certain. Can you just take care of my car note? I'm good. Right, right, right. Nothing more. So, you know, for me, I just, I love it. I've settled in. And and so I've learned a lot by being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. I think. Like, I've learned that I can do it and everything doesn't have to happen on the first. I got you. And I can figure it out. And, you know, my life's going to be okay if that's a little later, if that doesn't happen this month or, you know, and it, and it's, that's a lesson that I probably wouldn't have learned uh, without comedy. So it's valuable. Who has been the most supportive in your comedy career? The most supportive... It's a person that's not a comedian. Um, well, this still kind of counts. Like the, I, the DC Improv was my home club. Okay. And I would say that the manager there, Allison Jaffe... Um, supported me in ways where like where it really counted meaning um pushing me to do things before I thought I was ready mm-hmm. because again that's the planner in me like when I when I had half an hour I still was like I could only MC cuz I need <laughs> what if you know I got she pushed me to the next level where I wasn't where I was like no 
there's a formula. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be there yet. And she pushed me to headline before I thought I could headline and just said, no, I have faith in you. I'm going to give you a show and give it to you in the small room. And, and just kind of um, gave me opportunities when people would come through the, the club, mm-hmm. put me with people. That's good. Where, you know, I could build relationships that would benefit me in the future. So they've been really great to me throughout my career. I've gone from taking their very first stand-up workshop. It was a one-day workshop. Mm-hmm. To headlining their room every year, and That's so crazy. it's uh, it, as the person still there, so that they. Oh yeah, she's okay. still there. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I like I like that kind of a story, um, just because I think uh, Corey and I came from the same home club, Richmond, Virginia, uh, Funny Bone in Richmond, and they've done a lot for Corey. They're doing a lot for me, and and just a message to, just the clubs, man. When when you look up for your people. You know, it, it's it's different from you know you you doing your thing over at, at outside clubs, so so when you when you when your home club is is treating you with that kind of, of I don't know love and respect, it's it's just a wonderful thing, and I just would encourage every you know if you promoter or club owner if you're hearing this, just just treat your people right and, yeah. and you know it's it's love, it's good stuff. And it's kind of a two way too because there's comics that uh, don't know how to act. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just like, <laughs> they wear everybody. Welcome. But one of the things that I do um, take, I took note of what she said was um, the club pushed her. She didn't push the club. Um, a lot of comics um, they had the mentality: uh, the club owes me the spot. I, I deserve stay time. Right. I, I need the headline. I need the headline. But she was like, "No, I'm not ready yet." But the club was like, "No, you are ready." Like, huh, huh, huh. and that's a a key thing too. Right. Is this, I agree. Um, knowing your well, I'm gonna say knowing your place, but uh, not wearing your welcome. I guess you know. Yeah, you got to learn how people operate. You can't nag the club. Like in comedy, like, you know, one of the things I'll do every month in in New York, it's like every week with certain clubs, is you have to send out avails. You have to tell people, you know, what dates you have available, that kind of thing. So you still sell out avails? Oh, how else am I going to get work? I just wanted to get that on air. Yeah. A lot of people think once you do, oh, no, 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 nobody, I, I didn't hear back I, from anybody. I posted the club twice, and I, I'm not going to contact them. They should contact me, and they should. So this is a person what? that has been on television and still <laughs> right. sends out avails. How would, any, how would you get work if you don't send it? Anyway, that's ridiculous. So every month I send out avails to clubs around the country, clubs I work, clubs I want to work. Um, and you got to learn, when you're in the business, you learn People like people you work mm-hmm. with, like I like the club in DC. Never sent her avails mm-hmm. in twelve years of comedy. Yeah, like she she knows who I am. She knows I'm there. Mm-hmm. She's gonna give me a week when she has a week, mm-hmm. and I've never sent her avails. Some people don't want you to send it every month. Some people want you to send them quarterly. Some people need them every week. Yeah. you know, because in New York, you're, you're, there's so many clubs. You know, you're sending out avails on a weekly basis. It's, it's not crazy. like yeah. they're just booking three yeah. comics a week and they're booking sixty comics a week. So, I mean, I, I, but I, but I, it's, it's one of those things where you just you learn more. You, but who who's not sending avails? You have to send avails. I agree. There's no other way to get everybody. Even even people who are stars, even if they're not sending avails, their managers are. Like that's the only nobody's calling you and saying, "Hey, please, can you come work my room?" I mean, that's that's very rare. There that are very true. few people that that is happening for. And I'm glad you said that. Are you still willing to perform at open mics? I don't do as many open mics, but there are a lot of like just booked non-club shows. Sure, all the time. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, um, I just moved to New York last summer, and so. Um, Getting into the clubs was something I really wanted to do, but a lot of the clubs I work, especially like, uh, for instance, I work at the Comedy Cellar. That's a 
a great club in New York City, but you have to kill when you do that. Like you're mm-hmm. always auditioning. Okay. It feels so you're not going up there with your your brand new bits <laughs> to work them out. And if I don't have a ton, like I have to mm-hmm. go somewhere where it doesn't matter if everything hits. Cause I go to comedy basement. <laughs> right, right, all right. You gotta go. You gotta go to the pizza. The show at the pizza shop mm-hmm. still, which is a book show, that has great comics on it, that, and it gets a crowd. But absolutely. But I do a lot of working out on stage. You know, I think um, open mics are important, and I think I didn't learn that right away. Like I, I didn't. I did. I think because I, there are people who treat open mics like. Uh, like they're at a club, like the comedy shop with the kill all the time. Like, That's true. Dude, just go there and do the new material. Mm-hmm. Like, if it works, if it doesn't work, then you, you still did what you came to do. You found out that it wasn't funny, mm-hmm. but don't just go there and try to do your best stuff at an open mic. Mm-hmm. That's not what we were asking, what we were talking about. But yes, no, I'm still willing to do open mics all the time. I'm willing to get on a stage where there's a stage. Are you able to swim? <laughs> yeah, have you ever you attempted swim? to learn? I can absolutely swim. Can you swim, Glory? I can swim like a fish. Oh, yeah, no. What swims better than a fish? Because I think I can swim better than that. A guy swimming away from a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. yeah. I like the water. No, I never took a look. Uh, no. My dad didn't even. My dad swims now every day. Now that he's retired, but he didn't learn to swim until he retired, until he moved down to Virginia and retired. Now he swims like Was he like military? Day. He was military. So that's probably why. That's why swim. he didn't learn how to swim? Oh, well, never mind. I, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of got things crossed there. It's just like, yeah. There's no excuse for him not knowing how to swim then. No, he didn't know how to swim. He was in the Army, though, so he didn't, he didn't know how to swim. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't swim. My mother doesn't swim. I like the water. Like, I'll go in the ocean. I'll put my head under. I'll float. But I don't know how to swim. Can you hold your breath without holding your nose? Yes. Okay. Can you hold your breath without holding? Okay. I know. Some, I had to think about that. I know yeah. some girls oh, that they sure. have to hold their nose to go underwater. Oh, no, like, no, no. I'm like, well, what are you doing? I, I have That's to like, hold like my, right now, it's the same thing. If I just. I have to hold my nose when I'm in the shower. Shut up, Corey. No, I really know. do because water still runs in my nose. Well, do don't, it, don't, do put, <laughs> don't look at the shower. What are you doing? Do you take a shower on the handstand? I know. <laughs> no, when I wash my face, like water still runs in my nose, and I start choke like almost every time I take a shower. But you can swim. I'm dead serious. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. Well, put your head down. Lower your head. Do but you, it still runs in my nose. Do you stutter just, swim? But like, your <laughs> nostrils are down here. I know, but the water like runs in my nose. Like it runs. I guess I have a f- funny made nose. The water just kind of. Show me. I Put, think, pour I some water in your hand. No, we're not going to take a shower. <laughs> we're not, oh, like, we're going to take a shower together. Is this? <laughs> like, see, I told you. <laughs> yes. How did you learn how to swim? I have a theory. I have a theory. How did you learn how to swim? You took lessons? Absolutely not. How would you learn? My older brother could swim, and I always wanted to do what my older brother can do. Um, so when I seen him swimming, I jumped in the water. How did you learn how to swim? I went to camp. They taught you? Yeah, it's a lesson. Swimming and, camp? Yeah. Now I went to camp camp, and then we had like a swimming oh, time. Wow. See, I have a theory so. that most black people learn how to swim because something went down, <laughs> and they chose life. Like, that's how I, That's how <laughs> most of the people that I know know how to swim. That's how they learn. They learn because somebody pushed them in a city pool, or they almost drowned. Because, like, you know, like something silly. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Either that, or I was going to die, girl. Mm-hmm. I lift my back window down when I went through the car wash. It was scary. <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's interesting. Wow. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't have a problem with the water though. I don't have that that thing okay. that 
you know, I don't have. Yeah, you have a hair thing, I'm assuming. I don't. Your have, hair looks very nice, by the way. I don't have a hair thing at all. Okay. No, I will get. I will get in the water. I oh, will wow. go under That's the water. So you that girl? Do it in the ocean, but I don't know how to swim. Swim. Like I don't know the that part. Oh, so your hair not getting wet anyway. What happened? The hair's not gonna get wet anyway. No, it's gonna get wet. But you say you don't know how to swim, swim. No, but I'll go she under just said and she do this. Go under the water. Oh, okay, I got it. But she was she like, look, like she was like walking. No, <laughs> like no. I just don't know the breathing part. But I'll go <laughs> under the water. You know, maybe and in do a, few, this. a few seasons from now, we'll add a video to this. Yeah, podcast. But yeah, it's <laughs> kind of hard to do. Like, oh, yeah, you can't see what's going on. You can't teach somebody how to swim sitting in a chair. What can you tell us about yourself that we can't find on Google? I used to weight lift kind of competitively. Wow. When did you have time to weight lift? Wait no, this was, this was like when I was young. No, and... no, no. This is when I was younger. This is in high school. Okay. She used to lift up CNN. <laughs> <laughs> she was Atlas. <laughs> no. So I can, yeah, yeah. I could, I, I could, I could bench 225 back then. I could bench 205 now. I Jeez. did it recently. Okay. I don't even think. You know well, what? I ain't gonna say nothing. I could. Uh, I can swim. I, I could lift my own body weight. <laughs> I could. I can swim. I could press my body weight. I don't, think you can, I don't think you can find that on Google. And you're not two hundred five, Corey. I'm not two hundred five. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I can do. I could do two hundred. I could do. 200. I don't believe you. I could. I, you don't believe me? Are you serious? You can, we can go to the gym tomorrow. Can you do ten? You talking ten about just, pounds? You talking just one? I don't know. I'm I talking mean, about presses. You know what? Let's do that. <laughs> let's, let's make an off the pad date at the gym. And we still got to keep our other off the pad dates. It's just we go. We can go to the gym, watch watch Star Wars four, and eat watch Snickerdoodles. Star Wars four, eat Snickerdoodles, and, and while and we're having a pedicure, we, we got to do that Planet Fitness. Then that's the only place that's going to allow us to eat Snickerdoodles <laughs> and watch TV while we work out. What other projects are you currently working on? Uh, I have a talk show that's called Exhale. Exhale. It is uh, on a network called Aspire. It's uh, Magic Johnson's network, and it's me and four fantastic ladies. Uh, Issa Rae, who is blowing up now. You guys yeah. got to know who Issa Rae is. Miss Avengers of Awkward Black, Black Girl. She's got a new HBO pilot she's taping now. Um, she's fantastic. Uh, Melinda Williams, she's an actor. Whoop, you guys... Whoop. I always uh, had a crush on her. Yeah, you would know her from like Soul Food, the TV show, and The Wood. She's adorable and great. And uh, um, Angela Burt Murray is one of my co-hosts. Um, Ange was the editor-in-chief of Essence Magazine for years. And uh, now she runs a uh, entertainment website and entertainment website called uh, Coco Fab. And Renee Seiler is our fourth, last but not least, other co-host. She is... Um, uh, a news anchor, mm-hmm. and she used to host the early show on CBS before Gil King was there and all that stuff. And she's fantastic, and she's kind of our moderator. But it's uh, it's five black ladies talking about issues that um, are important to black families, black women, black men as well. Um, white folks, you can watch too, though. There's no password. <laughs> Everybody can There's no password. There's no, pass- There's no quiz. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's a fun show. I mean, we get along. We really like each other. Everybody mm-hmm. on our show, even our like our director, producer, everybody, black woman, we all get along, which is probably why um, people aren't familiar with it because black women getting along on TV isn't a popular <laughs> thing. Um, this is your third season? This is our third season. Yeah, yeah our third season. Thank you. Premieres May 6th on Aspire. So if you've got Comcast or Time Warner or Cablevision or uh, AT&T and hopefully, I think by the fall, mm-hmm. Uh, DirecTV and Fios. Um, check us out. Check Do us it. out. Check us out. Check, check, check us out. Balance out your like love and hip hop 
key chi. Gotcha. Now, as far as for like views, uh, do you does the show still get viewer credit if they watch it, um, like on demand? It's not on demand. It's not. So mm-hmm. like, um, Aspire, like you can't watch it like later. So you no, have to watch have it, it when it shows. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So what's the times? So it comes on Wednesday at nine, but Empire's on hiatus. We come on in the, in the summer, <laughs> so black people come on. Um, no excuses. Uh, yeah, we move from we move from eight to nine. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it's a once a week talk show. It's not like a daily oh, it's eight talk to show. nine. So that's that's good. It's nine to ten now. Oh. It moved from eight. All right, so nine oh, yeah, to ten. Oh, from eight until yeah, beginning now so at now nine. It's nine to of, ten. Yeah. But you know what? We can still watch the show because Empire, if it was on, you could watch that on demand. Right. And it's not though. We yeah. we run in the summer. We have a short run, so we'll be in and out before that show comes back. What advice can you give to new and upcoming comics? Man, uh, there are so many different things people taught me, but I think the probably the most important things would be number one: stay chime, get up. There's no substitute for it. There's no shortcut. In that, uh, in that respect, you just got to keep doing it to get funnier. Um, you got to be where you say you're going to be, and you got to do your time when you get there, all your time, not more time than they tell you to do. <laughs> um, that's so important. People Stage don't etiquette, know. It's yeah. so important. Stage etiquette. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, you got to love it if you're going to do this. You can't do it halfway because mm-hmm. um, it'll beat you up. What it's about just, it's going, not easy. So yeah. What about going under your time? If you're supposed to do 15 minutes, don't and you do get that up either. Do That's eight. why I said do all your time all and your don't time, do not... more time than that. You're okay. supposed to do 15 minutes. Don't get off at 13. Somebody's waiting. Somebody's doing something. Calculating when you're going to get off. Somebody wants to know when you're going to get the light so that they can finish doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you gotta you gotta be dependable. You gotta do what you say you're going to do. Do everything you say you're going to do and not more than they tell you to do. And that's how you get the respect of. A booker, a club having you back. That's how other comedians remember you. That girl that ran the light. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work with her. That's All so she does true. is run the light. You know, messed up the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she messed. Up, she messed up the show. We got to drop checks. We got to get people out of here for the next show. She went over her time. I mean, it's just it's just little things. I mean, it just know how to yeah. act, yo. Act like you got home training, and just work hard. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, those probably aren't profound, but that's that's advice you would think people would know that they don't all seem to know. No, that works, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who who listen who are who who are supporters of this podcast and who are up and coming comedians who hear it from from a person like me or a person like Corey. Oh, they're, yeah, they're they're not on TV yet, and they don't do this, and they dismiss or disregard. Yeah. You know, just I mean, those are, those are things like do what you say you're going to do. And right. hold up your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Those are like life things. It shouldn't even have that's to be just a comedian. comedy thing. Right. Right. That's <laughs> right. Like a, yeah, that's like a that's like a life thing. Right, just be accountable. Be responsible. You right. say accountable? Accountable. Oh, oh, yeah, that's encouraged. You should be accountable. Eat just eat people. Yeah. yeah. And when you see your light, just get off. I don't <laughs> know. If they look tasty, just, <laughs> just go for it. We wasn't going to talk about it, but I just thought about it. There are, like, a lot of female comics that are just coming up, and they don't really hear from other female comics. Um, They always hear from a male's point of view. Da, da, da. So um, I don't even know what the acts like. Do you have anything to say or to encourage female comics? Um, Do you like those questions? Are you? Are, I, I'd imagine you'd heard those que- you, you've, you've heard those questions a ton of times. I don't. It make, that also makes you curious. Like, 
do you care for hearing that question? Not oh, really. Female. I don't care and 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 so I mean I, I and I'm with you, but it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know like um because if I I'm thinking if I was a female comic, it's just like oh they have a female comic. I want to hear something from. Right, right. I mean, if you had a specific question, I mean, I mean, because the advice that I give, it, you should. It's advice. The same advice? Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, so, so it's not like if you're a doctor, like, all right, this is what we tell our female doctors. Right. Yeah, yeah. You got to cut a certain way. No, you know? I just, right. So you know, the same information. It's uh, it's nice that I'm the first her, but, you know, they would have known that once I started speaking. So it's kind of like, and not, not I don't mean that in a crappy way. I yeah. just mean no, you that I just, I get that so often. I got introduced recently as um, she does comedy like a man. Next, I was like, "What does that mean?" Well, I love her. Yo, she so yo, she does comedy like a man. I was like, "What does that mean?" I I, I think that you meant that that was supposed to be a compliment, but I don't even know what that meant. Well, so, I, lady comics. I mean, the advice is all the same. If you have any specific question that you want to ask me that you need to know, then I'm happy to help you. If there's you know specific so, do, to being a woman you, or but not. You know do what? you find it different? Do you find that you're treated differently I don't as know. a woman? I don't it's know. I'm not a man. I've never been a man. So, okay. All right. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I just get the, I those questions. questions. I like, it. is it harder to be a woman? It's, I don't know. I never. It's. I've only ever been me. So let's. Your comedy is, is different. No, I mean, it's of refreshing. course there are, there are, there are uh, fewer opportunities for us on shows. These are things that that are, that are real. The uh, club is rarely put. More than one woman on a show, unless it's a woman, a female show. Mm-hmm. Reading like you're not going to just randomly. Oh, it just happened that you had a female headliner and a female, yeah. you know, feature. Feature, unless she brought her, right? So those things, yeah, there are fewer opportunities for us on shows. Oftentimes, we have to make our own opportunities. But I mean, in terms of writing your material and performing your material, I, that that's all you. That's individual to who you are and. Irrespective of if you're a man or a woman, I think. Now just hold on, I gotta pick up my face for a second here. There you go. Watch your foot. No, I'm just, and I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that though, because so often we're singled out when I don't even think it matters to even point it out. Right. And I don't, but I appreciate. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm blazing trails. So off the path. So, so off the path. I'm glad we asked. I I don't think we, we, uh, you know, ask. People who uh, who don't have clout or who we don't respect to be on this show. We've had other, we've seen other females, but there was no one that we asked to be a part of this podcast until we heard you were coming. And when I saw it, and and we didn't plan this. Like he he had some thoughts in his mind, and I had some thoughts in my mind. And when I saw you coming, I was like, oh man, I would love. To see to see if we can get Aaron Jackson. Mm-hmm. I hit him up. He was like, "Dude, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you the same thing." And it was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, word, dude!" So I hope we can get her. Well, thank you. But you know, what my fear was, I don't even gonna be in the podcast. My fear was, I'm like, "Hey, Aaron, um, would you mind doing a podcast?" Uh, Corey, I haven't heard from you in uh since what you call you it. You don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. It's gonna be recorded whether we publish it or not. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that that was my fear. Just like you know what? Uh, yeah, I already did that. And then we, we got past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I feel that's why I feel feel better. If you're able to admit it, what was the worst mistake you've made as a comic? I, there's something that I'm, I viewed as a mistake for a really long time, but now I don't think it was. Okay. Um, it's kind of it's kind of hard for me to think about what my biggest mistake was. I think my biggest mistakes, and, and this goes back to what we talked about earlier about not feeling ready to do things and not being comfortable taking big leaps. Um, it's never been a I've never been a risk taker. So for me, I'm 12 years in, and I just moved to New York City 
last summer. And, it, and I, yeah, I had some challenges that prevented me from doing it earlier in the last couple years. But in general, I could have made that move sooner. And for me, um, it was uh, financial, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Um, I... I used to view it as I used to beat myself up. I'm like, why am I not? Why am I still here? Everybody that I started with is in New York or in LA. You know, I'm still here in DC, grinding mm-hmm. away, um, out on the road. Um, but uh, I will say, I, I beat myself up about that for a very long time because people would always be like, why aren't you here? What are you doing? Why mm-hmm. are you still down there in DC? You know? Um, and, That's a pretty uh, big city, though. So I'm surprised at that. Well, but it's not. I mean, there's one comedy club. I mean, but it's not. the progress that you've made. Well, to me, you know what I'm saying I'm I'm just six years in, but like the progress you've made and to be in DC is like, yo, like that's great. Which is why people were saying, okay. if you had been here, Understood. you could be further along, right? Okay. So, um, I w- I will say though, for me, the the benefit has been that I got out on the road. And I got funnier, and I made connections with other comics that I worked with. So I was, I was, I was somewhere featuring. Mm-hmm. I kept in touch with whoever the headliner was. And that person was in New York or L.A. And by the time I got there, then I had people who could vouch for me to get me into a club. It wasn't like I went there two years in and was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm here in New York. And I never <laughs> got on stage, and I couldn't afford to live and all those things, right? So by the time I got there, at least I was able to make a living. Um, but I just feel like I see people, and I'm like, and, and, and that'll happen in any industry. I mean, of course, it's, or it happen a lot in the entertainment industry. You'll see people that you begin with, you'll see them pass you by, and then mm-hmm. you'll pass them again, and then you'll, pa- you know what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those things where um, judging myself by what other people thought I should be doing, and then by what other people had achieved by the time, not necessarily being jealous of what they had, but going. Okay, we've been doing this the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. I should, I should be moving right. towards that, mm-hmm. right? So I think to me that was the biggest waste of time is just comparing my yep. um, trajectory to someone else's. Because like you said, there's not just one way to do it. Right. There's so many paths, especially now with like uh, podcasting and YouTube and Vimeo, and just people can be famous and it doesn't have anything to do with yeah. TV or comedy clubs. Right, so I think um, measuring myself against other people and other people's ideas of what I should have been doing when was the biggest mistake and waste of time. That's a dope answer. Yeah, yeah I like that. Cool. Thank you so much for answering those questions, Mr. Aaron Jackson. Of course, thank you. How'd you like the uh, the British the British guy? He uh, was great. <laughs> I love the way he asked me questions. <laughs> He's just so stoic. Y'all so silly. All right. Uh, so now we get into some topics, man. So what happens is our our, our supporters or our listeners uh, they they suggest topics for us to talk about. So we we don't we ask the questions or we ask for the topics the night of the recording. So, in traditional off-the-path fashion, we haven't seen these topics either. We haven't had no time to research nothing. So, if we say something that ain't right, don't be getting at us for these fact checks. Y'all can Google this stuff yourself. You ask a question, we're just talking about it. Word up. Word up. Why am I the only one talking? I don't know. Oh, yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, people. Look it up yourself. <laughs> what did you... How are we... How are we <laughs> Speed topics. Homonyms. 
somebody asked a question about homonyms? Yeah. What was the question? Homonyms. Just, just, a, just the word homonyms? It's a topic. It's a topic. Yeah, they, they send Talk us topics. Oh. Talk about homonyms. Okay. So homonym is the when the two words are, they sound the same, right? But they're spelled differently. I can't, I can't remember now which one is which. And, see? Yeah, and that's why we're not fact checks. Yeah. No. Oh, but, you don't know the answer. Yeah. No, there, well, are, I mean, there are two words that sound the same that are spelled differently. Right. Like here and here. Like here, exactly. I'm here right here in this room, and then I can hear I you can in hear my you. ear. So those are, okay, so we're going to talk about, are we just going to list homophones? Homonyms. Homonyms. So what's a homophone again? Homophone is, is like a little uh, flip. One of those. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what a homophone <laughs> a, is. A, a, no, pink, homophone, a, pink, a pink flip like phone. phone. But I can't remember. A the, rainbow the flip phone. <laughs> That's a homophone. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> homophone. They they have the same. They have the same meaning. Hold on. No. <laughs> no, wait a, a minute, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> homophone is also no no, I know this, but it's in my mind. I can't get it out. Okay. Homonym are words that, that, that sound the same, they're spelled differently. Homophones are spelled the same, they sound differently. Is that true? That's not even possible. Like what? It is possible. Spelled the same but said differently. What? There is no word that is done like that. Like mom and mom. I don't know if that's right, but there there are like words. Mom and, and mom. You can't. No, that doesn't. Can't, that that wouldn't. Yeah, fit. exactly. So there is no word. There are words that sound that that are spelled the same, but they you pronounce them differently depending on what you, like resume and resume. Oh. Oh no 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 that's no, great. no no. I don't know. No, a homophone <laughs> is a word that's pronounced the same as another word, but differs in meaning and made different spelling. So like flour that you cook with and a flour that you smell. So it sounds the same, that I've but never spelled gotten different. So ever in my life. Right. So okay. um, it's so pronounced I, the same, but spelled different. Pronounced the same as spelled. Oh, so yeah. So like, but it could be diff- it could be spelled differently or just pronounced. So so like uh, 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 where and where. Mm-hmm. So that's a homophone as opposed to read and read. Which oh, is wait? A... No, that's a homophone. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're spelled the, the same. Homonym. Homonym is two words that sound the same. But are spelled different. Okay, I got it. This I is not my. Well, topic they sound like the all. same thing. But. No. Okay. Spell the same. Spell the same, but sound differently. So, like, that's what I, read and no, that's a homonym. Read and read. I read it. I'm okay. reading it. Right. That's a homonym. Okay. But but because they don't sound the same, but they're spelled the same. A homophone is a word that sounds the same, but they spell differently. So flower, like like you flower, said, flower and flower. And flower. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. still, you still say it was different, you know, flower and flower. What do you but mean? But they're not spelled what? the same. Yeah, you don't they say sound them the same. same. Well, right. Well, I, I don't know. I don't say them the same. I don't know. What are we supposed to say about them? Well, I don't know. Council and council. C O U N C I L C O U N S E L. But are we supposed to be saying something funny about them, or are we just supposed to be listing them? What, what well, we I mean, this was very comical listening to y'all trying to get the definition. Wait. Okay, yeah. So that was fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Interracial relationships. Yes. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Um, I'm for it. Spread the love. I'm interracial, extraracial. Yeah, your middle it, name I don't even is know Sanchez. If that's a word. My middle name is Sanchez. Yeah. Is so it? that's like. Yeah, I'm all for. I, I've never. I've only dated black guys and like Latin guys, okay. but we, they were like Latin black guys. So I guess I haven't dated any black guys, and I haven't dated any Latin. No guys. Latin guys for no. you, <laughs> but I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. I, I, 
<laughs> I like you, Corey. I'm black and my middle name is Latin. <laughs> we You're not my right. type. Call me on my right, homophone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm all for interracial dating. Find somebody that loves you. I agree, man. Widen the net. I agree. I agree. Widen the net. Widen the net. What is what does that mean? What is that? That means catching. stop looking. Yeah. Widen the net. Like when you're fishing, you can't just fish right here. Oh, you gotta okay. widen the net. Okay. You like you just want goldfish, or you just want blackfish. Right. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I want, I want, I want all the fish. I want some salmon. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about <laughs> that's that. All, that's all the fish you can name. You said. Yeah, yeah. A salmon. That was some salmon. You got trout, bass. Yeah. I'm all that. <laughs> bass and bass. Which one is that? There's, what is that? There's a homo fish. <laughs> it's a homo fish. <laughs> Those are homophones. There you go. Those homophones spell the same sound differently. It's so educational podcast. As oh, well. no. They're homonyms. Well, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, Gabe, this is a very educational. Oh, no, correction. So. Well, this is a public school <laughs> education. Spell <laughs> the same sound differently as a homonym. <laughs> Bass and bass homonym. Right. That is so confusing. But thank you. Now, that I, something else I. You, you learned pronoun. You learned homonym. You learned homophone. Yo, this is like, I'm, uh, yeah, it's like school again. It's awesome. You're welcome. Childhood crush. Well, I don't know if you know, but you'll know when I say it who my childhood crush was. Because if you've ever seen anything about on social media, I feel like anybody knows who my childhood crush was, and they all joke me for it. But I got to meet him this season on my show. Do you do a man crush Mondays? I, like, no, was it Ages oh, Elbow? Okay. No, no, no. Oh wait, my he, childhood yeah, I know, yeah, forget crush, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who that was. So be. my childhood crush is Johnny Gill. Wow. I love Johnny. Don't clown me. So I just thought he was the best singer in New Edition. And <laughs> I loved him. Don't tell Bobby. And I got to interview him this year for Exhale. They've been trying to get Johnny Gill on the show for three seasons. First season of our show, I did an open letter. Google this, guys. Um, Aaron Jackson, Exhale, Johnny Gill video, whatever. It's on YouTube. It is me. What's going to come up first of all before they Google that? It's, I'm telling you, it's a video of me begging Johnny Gill to come on my show. That's all. Okay, all right, all right. Come on. Those are like some 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 hot words. You know Exhale. What I'm saying? Just, that's the name of our show. Exhale, Aaron Jackson, Johnny Gill. Shut so, up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was I, I made a plea for him to come on the show. That's I was what's like, up. I had a Jericho. You had a Jericho. It's all the reasons <laughs> like that I think that we are bonded. Because I had a Jericho. You can Google that, too. Aaron Jackson. So this was Jericho. the actual plea to get him this on the show? This is my plea. That this is so first funny. season. And, he, he, and so they brought him on this season. Very first day of shooting. Mm-hmm. First setup. I have to interview Johnny Gill. There was no need for him to be there. He had nothing to say about the topic. They just wanted to see me lose That's it. Funny. Like They just wanted to see it. <laughs> and there's pictures of me... Um, with my hand covering my face, like, on set, like, oh, my God, oh, wow. my God, oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, so there's a picture of him, and he kissed my cheek, and it made my life. That's like, so I funny. love Johnny Gill. My friends know, like, if he's on something, they call me. Like, because if I find out you knew he was on something, you didn't tell me. Oh, you like, so that's a crush, crush, crush. Oh. Wow. I like this. I entered a contest to go on a date with him in Word Up Magazine when I was 12. My mother was like, you're not going on a Word date with magazine. anybody. That's throwback. I mean, when I was when you were twelve, I was, how old am I? I'm telling my age, <laughs> but um, yeah, my mom was like, you you know, you can't go on a date with anyone. 
<laughs> not even not Johnny Gill, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. no one. Yeah, he yeah. gets shot. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know what it is. Like I just I always had a crush, and it wasn't like a like a lustful crush. Mm-hmm. It was just like he was just yeah, my favorite. Yeah. He just was my favorite, and I got to meet him, and he was lovely, and mm-hmm. it was just perfect. Who's yours? You don't get to answer. You get to answer. We can. I mean, but if you do the actors, yeah. My childhood crush is Nia Long. Has oh. always been Nia Long. She's kind of my crush too. Yeah, it's, yeah, she's dope. Like that, uh, and I'm just like, ugh, I know when I'm gonna meet her. I know I when her. I'm gonna Wanna meet her. Want to see a picture? I showed it to you later. After, yeah, show it to me after. I I got into comedy for one reason, and that's to meet Halle Berry. All right, next topic. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Michelle. First dates. I think they're necessary. <laughs> well, they have to happen in order to get the second yeah. date. So that's like math. <laughs> I think they're always awkward. First dates are usually always awkward. I don't. I don't like when first dates aren't talked about beforehand. To me, I've. What I've, do you mean, like to the person the or like? I, I've gotten in trouble because I, oh, I've lost well, first dates. Because I express, hey, if we don't talk enough before the first date, then I'm not going to pay for the first date. And it's like, if, well, if if we talk enough for me to get to know you, then all right, all right, I can pay for this meal for us to, to further get to know each other. You getting in trouble is not like an unheard of thing. Like I can totally see any situation <laughs> where your mouth would have just... Arrange well, something. Well, because I don't like to, I don't like, I don't, I don't try to lie. I don't try to hold on. I want everything up front and clear. Mm-hmm. So if I what meet a girl. talk enough. What is that? If All right. So if I meet a girl today and we exchange like 10 text messages and all the messages are, hey, when, when are you free? And I'm free. Oh, what do you do? And blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm free Tuesday. Let's catch up. At that point, we haven't talked enough for me to want to pay for Tuesday. So when we say Tuesday, let's catch up, then I say, hey, all right, either we can go somewhere where neither one of us have to spend money, or if we go somewhere and you want to actually, this is a real. This is is this in theory? Or this is a thing you've said to him. This is absolutely what I've so said. It's like a conversation building fund. Like the more you talk, <laughs> the more money you build for your date, kind of thing. <laughs> I can funny. see that like, the thermostat of like conversation is just like you almost there, girl. You about to get a free meal. Oh, I like that. I want. I might want to put that into a take it. <laughs> I like that conversation building fund. That's that's, that's not bad. I do a whole bit about how I can't stand people try to get conduct the beginning of a relationship on text message anyway. I hate that. Like, call me. It's impersonal. We're not going to text back and forth. But That's beyond that, though. beyond that, mm. no. I just but if I just met you, like mm-hmm. we're going to go somewhere. So you talk, rather talk like, on the I phone? I need to talk to you. I don't. Okay. I can't. I, I don't know your tone. I don't know who you are. Like I don't know. I can't. I will project things onto your text message that either you do. No, right. I need. I, I need to I know you, you before I do that. Um. But beyond that, like, I mean, first dates in general, if somebody asked me on a date, I mm-hmm. assume, I assume, I would assume that they're but, taking me out on a date. And you assume that they're going to pay you mean? I would assume that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see that's how, that's how I was, that's how date, that's how I think dates work. Fair or not. That fair or not. So, so, so you expected them to pay? Like, are you bringing money at all? Of just course in case? I bring okay. money. All right. Just make sure. I've had to pay on several oh, dates. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and those are probably were first and last dates we're, we're, because it came as a surprise. Me, I try not to surprise. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more upfront with it. And it's, and it's not that I asked you out on a date. It's, it's more I want us to meet so that we can talk, talk, and look at you in your eyes when you talk to me just because uh, – it's it's better than talking on the phone or texting. Look me in my face when I'm talking to you. 
So if we can meet somewhere where we don't have to spend money, let's do that since I don't know you like that. Because for me, it's like, what am I, if I'm coming out here and I'm gambling with this $100 that I'm going to spend, and what if I don't like anything you have to say, then give me my money back. Why am I the only one investing? That's a lot I, of money I don't, I don't like to be the only one investing in this. Or let's go to McDonald's and I'll spend $10. Mm-hmm. But then I'm a cheapskate. I can spend whatever I need to spend, but only if we have enough conversation beforehand that makes you want to invest this kind of money. To me. That, that, that's how I see it. So I'm if, not mad at that. I'm not mad <laughs> if at if that. I ask you on a date, I will pay. Absolutely. If I say, hey, let me take you out somewhere. Oh, but you got to pay. That's stupid. But so how much you pay depends so I don't on the, pre, do that. the pre-talk. It's, it's hey, uh, let's, let's meet up. Uh, let, let's meet at a place where it's not going to cost either one of us any money. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to meet somewhere where you want to eat and drink, you pay for yourself and I'll pay for myself. And if none of that is good, then we don't have to talk again. That's fair. I got this one tip um, for, like, uh, how to avoid being nervous on first dates. Um, if you're a female, um, act like you're the interviewer. And if you're the male, act like you're the interviewer. So why do you have to say if you're a female or if you're a female? Why if you, did you if just you're say, a male hey, listening. So why did you say if you're on a first date, act like you're the interviewer? Because I didn't want to say that. If you act like you're the interviewer? Mm-hmm. Go with that mindset. And I think if you're a female, I what think if, you should control the date. What if you've never been an like interviewer? You, you tell him where you want to go. I think. What if I, you, I don't. I don't like conversations where someone. I feel like someone's interviewing me. I feel like that happens a lot. Not not that I date very much at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you, but, you'll feel more if you feel in control. Then your nerves will be a little bit better. That's how I think. No, I'm just saying. Like when I like especially, like, I, I don't ever tell people. I, I try not to tell people that I meet initially initially what I do for a living because every day it is an, everything is going to be questions about you. You know what I mean? I hate that feeling. I, like I just get to, but like, cause I don't like to be, I, I like to have conversations, interrogations. Like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't do that. Cause I know I don't like that. I probably wouldn't. I, I would figure everybody would know you. I feel everybody like, every, I would feel everybody, like everybody would know you. Would like know if you. they would see, but you know what? She looks very familiar. And then Who when, would know me? Nobody knows me. Are you serious? If you was going out on a date, if you was going on a date with somebody, the first thing they're going to do is look you up on Facebook. When they go to Facebook, that's where I seen it from. That girl was on TV. I know that I wouldn't girl even have to da, look da, you da, up da. on Facebook. If I seen you and we were going on a date, I'd be like, yeah, I know I'm going on a date with Eric Jackson. And everybody, <laughs> everybody I know would that's know. That's ridiculous. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, to me, I've done the online thing. And for me, like, that's my big thing. Like, I'm not telling you what I do. Because. Mm-hmm. You're gonna Google me, and I don't. I'm not, and I'm not gonna try to find out who you are. I'm just gonna let you tell me who you are. Okay. And I don't want you to know who I am over so the I'm phone, like, not via text message. Like I'm, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Mm-mm. I think it's so impersonal. I'm. I'm old school in that way. I mean, people don't ask people out. People don't ask me out on dates, but people don't ask a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. Nobody asks people out on dates anymore. It's not a thing. It's like a. I ask people out on dates. It's more than that, but I mean, it's it's not as common as it used. To. It's very. Like I talk to my friends and we're like, when's the last time you went on a date? I can't remember. Well, you're busy, Aaron. No, no, no. I'm talking about people that are not. Oh, that not don't busy. Do a, no, not that busy. <laughs> not in this industry. I was gonna say, who have regular jobs mm-hmm. and who I just feel like like that's not what it, it's not dating anymore. There's no. It's very much transactional, which I I don't I don't care for. Uh-huh. You know what? I I dig text just because I'm I'm real big on spelling. And it helps me. Like you can, you can talk all you want, but when you, I hate your and your. Like that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I have a whole bit about that. Yeah. I hate. I, I'm a grammar snob. I 
Yeah. Anybody knows homonyms and homophones, they're grammar style. (laughs) But I also think that when you when you're meeting somebody you don't know anything about them you don't you, I need to I need to get your I need to know that you can carry on a conversation I don't want to text I want to talk to you mm-hmm. like a human Do you have a bad first date experience that you can share that you can recall Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well just one um, <laughs> I hope well there is one that you, don't I don't want you to tell another podcast but there there's one that you talk about during your your show that is hilarious so listen to this you definitely want to uh hear like one of the funniest first date stories you were ever going to hear you need to catch aaron jackson oh, I live can't i can't say that on your podcast no i just want to don't spoil it podcast oh why is if it not she, clean enough if she wants, no it's funny but i mean it's just like i mean wait if you want but i mean eh, I, 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 all right i like i like it but, don't you know. don't <laughs> I told you on Last Comic Standing. It's on my website. Um, all right, well, all right, well, spill it. AaronJackson.net. No, I can tell you another. I mean, I went on another date. Uh, I haven't been on that many dates. Um, I mean, I went out on a date with a guy who, uh, he didn't pay for anything. He, like, picked me up to tell me. See, you're going to be like, why should he pay? That's, a good, he pay? that's a good start. He, he no, I'm not saying that. He picked me up because he wanted to, this guy I met, and we had talked, and, 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 on the phone a bunch. He was a cousin of a friend of mine and he wanted to date me and he, so he got a new car. He's like, I want to show you my new car. This new fancy car. Then he went out to eat. You know, we went out to we went out to the movies first. It was a then, Ford Escort. No, it was, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It's a new fancy car. Um, we, uh, yeah, it's a new fancy car. It was new. And, uh, and then he took me to the movies and then we got to the movies and then he was just like, one for whatever it was. I just remember standing behind him like, oh, you're not buying my movie ticket. Okay. Um, so then I, I bought my movie ticket cause I was there and I mm-hmm. didn't have a way home. And then <laughs> when we got there, I just, I put my stuff in between us. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I didn't sit next to him. And then, Her um, big purse. Well, he just brought a car, Aaron. Her book. Well, I know. <laughs> he, didn't, he couldn't afford a, a movie date. Ticket. He couldn't <laughs> afford a date. He couldn't afford to come take me out. So that, I just remember that being very like, that's just a big thing for me. You invite me out on mm-hmm. a date. I expect that you so this so that happened so then he so I remember he didn't this is not this is not going to be as good as the, the one that Corey did doesn't want me to tell no. but then um <laughs> we went out to dinner and he didn't pay for that and then we got back to my house he dropped me back at my house and he like we had um at our house um my house uh my parents house growing up our house growing up um there was uh shrubs all in the front of the house. <laughs> So they cover the front door. Okay. So um, he tried to drop me off at the bottom. This is this is when I was younger. So this is when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Sure. So he tried to drop me off at the bottom of the driveway, and my daddy was waiting. For so me he to couldn't come see home. you go to the door. Couldn't see me go. To the door. My father was not having that. My yeah. father, my father comes running out the house, and he was like, "You will walk, walk my her daughter. up. You will walk my daughter to yeah. the door." And I just remember it. Just I was like, "Dad, don't even worry about it. Like I don't, I don't even need him to walk me to the door. It's fine." He was like, "No, no." He would walk to the door, <laughs> and so he had to. After that horrible day, then confront my dad, um, and walk. He walked me to the door. My dad was already at the door. Yeah, that's what, that's a like, good. My pop. dad was no. My dad was yeah. beyond no, the like shrubs, yeah, yeah. but he made him walk me up the driveway. This was up, whatever. And I just, but it, it, it wasn't what's up. You know, what? I just was like, he could just drive away right now. It's fine. But I it probably it dead. probably turned him into a good gentleman now, well, just because of your dad yeah. doing something like that. So I hope the next 
the next girl. Well, he probably dropped the next girl off at the beginning of the block. You walked to your <laughs> house corner. just in case the pops was outside. <laughs> her, her dad be at the Seven Eleven. You will walk her all the way. <laughs> Yeah, that was just, that was a bad day. Then I yeah. Well, I don't like movies on first dates anyway because you can't talk. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a fan. I, I definitely discourage. <laughs> you was fine. Well, since he put the problem. stuff in between them anyway, so right, it was right. Like, I was mad. Two, I enjoy was the movie. mad. Y'all didn't do popcorn. I was doing. I was. I was. I remember. I was doing my mother's hair, and he called me. He was like, "Do you want to go out tonight?" It was like a you know. He's like, "Listen, I want to take you out. You're home. You got home for the summer. I got a new car. Right? He's like, you just got home for the summer. He was like, you know, I want to take you out. Let's go out. You know." And so I stopped doing what I was doing to mm-hmm. go on this day. And I remember my cousin was in labor that night. And, and you left your she, mother's hair undone. You well, left your mother's I, hair undone. She was like, you going on the date? Oh. <laughs> she didn't and see your second cousin. cousin. I, I was like, my cousin My cousin was in labor. And I was like, I could have been there. That's crazy. And I, just, and I went on this date. Now I understand your father's frustration. You're going to walk up to the door. Yeah, he was just not. I had to look at my wife's hair undone. Looking like Martin when he went to the monastery, <laughs> half done, half not. Exactly. <laughs> no, but so that was, that was a bad day. Y'all didn't do popcorn and, and soda. I'm sure okay. I got something for myself. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. It just was it was just weird. That sucks. And I don't even I mean, I'm not a I, I, I'm also not an expensive date. I'm not asking I didn't ask you to take me to you know, I didn't ask you to take me anywhere. Right. Is the point. Um, but yeah. So it just it just wasn't a good then we never went out again. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. And then I agree with that. <laughs> uh I'm good. That's the podcast, and uh, I really do appreciate you coming out, Aaron, and being a part of the podcast. It's such the last minute, uh, thank you. Uh, I, of course, I'm a fan of your work. I'm also a fan of you uh, in general. Um, if you wasn't doing comment, I, I think we would still be friends. Uh, I thought you were about to say you take her on the first date. You called me angry last night. Remember you called me angry. I called you angry. Oh man, yeah. you said I was angry last night. I didn't say was that. that. Was that I the didn't first say you date? Angry. What am I missing? No, we were at the club. Uh-huh. I said you sound angry. No, he said I was an angry person. No, no, angry, no, Jared? no. You put words in my mouth. I do not think no, you're those angry. Those are the exact words you said. But I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> okay. Remember when you said I was gonna come in here and be like, "Corey, we haven't spoken." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that yeah. moment right there. Okay, that's All what right. that was. I got you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think angry is. Oh, but we can become friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> she just made this. Thanks for face. having me, guys. I was kidding. Thanks for having no, me on yeah. your podcast. This was fun. No, but I, I do appreciate your comedy. Appreciate you as a person. You're a very good person. Uh, that's one thing that I do like about you. Not just your comedy. Um, I do like you know the way you present yourself. Uh, anyway. Thank you. I'm sorry that y'all are catching this uh, podcast late because while, while she's here, I know I know a lot of our listeners are here in uh, Richmond, Virginia, where we record, and. By the time you hear this, she will no longer be in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. So you would have, you, you would have missed a fantastic show. I had the pleasure of watching her headline the other day, uh, uh, featuring the re- the rest of this week. I'm going to, I'm definitely got to come back just to see how she condenses it. It's like, how did you put, how do you put <laughs> an hour into into twenty five thirty minutes? And that, uh, as a comedian, that's just going to really help fast. me. <laughs> uh, just 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 try to be better at crafting. Um, I definitely appreciate you for coming through the show. I'm definitely a fan. Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. We thank our new listeners, and thank you for listening off the pad. You guys knows how <laughs> – you guys know. I'm talking about English. We be swapping. <laughs> <laughs> the subject of verb agreement is like Yous way off. knows what we be doing. That was my Italian accent. Yous, guys. Yous know. 
you y'all know how we do. Your topics go on the pad. Can we talk about them off the pad? Y'all have a good day, afternoon, evening, night. Boom. Peace. Thank you for listening to Off the Pad Podcast with Draye Toller and Corey Marshall. Be sure to find us online at offthepad.podbean.com. Follow us on Twitter at offthepad. You can also be a part of our Facebook page. Once again, thank you for listening to Off the Pad Podcast. And remember, if you go on a date with Erin, bring her a flower, as in a rose, not flower as in food powder. If you go on a date with Joye, bring your own money. And if you go on a date with Corey, you are in control, so instruct him on what you want to do.